Hey folks, my name is Marvel, my pronouns are she, her. Hello, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to draw a card from the da 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 deck of friendship! Uh, this is a podcast where each and every week we talk about an episode of a game-based friendship anime. This week, we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, Episode 7, Attack from the Deep. It was a good episode. Uh, it, it was a good episode. It was just a duel for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was a good duel. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess let's just do a, a, a quick, like, summary of the, the duel, and then we can talk about, like, the other stuff that's in this episode as we mm-hmm. go on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a duel between um, uh, Yukimoto and uh, M- Mako Tsunami is his Which actual is the name. best name in the universe. It's his actual name. It's Mako Tsunami. Uh, the, uh, so they're, wa- the, the Yugi gang is walking around and they're like, and Joe is like, I'm hungry. And uh, he goes and he smells some, some food a cooking and he runs towards it and he finds some fish that have been cooking by, on a cliff by the ocean. And he's like, forget about it. I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to eat it. <laughs> I'm just going to eat it. it. Forget about it. I'm just hey, going to eat it. Me. So he and Tristan just steal this fish. And coming erupting from the ocean is Mako Tsunami, who, who challenges in exchange for giving the Yugi gang some food. He wants to duel Yugi. And so they do. And the duel begins. And let me tell you, this is the most whack duel we have seen so far. <laughs> this is the most nonsense duel that, that we have been shown. It is wild what happens in this duel. So the whole conceit of this duel is that at the start, 50% of the, of the field is land and 50% of the field is ocean. Giving Mako's ocean monsters a field power bonus, it also conceals them, which A, definitely doesn't happen in the actual game. And B, is it just seems like a, a completely unfair advantage when none of the other fields seem to do something like that. But okay, whatever. Also, I I try to think of it in a real life context where someone's like, oh, I have the ocean in place, so you can't see my water monsters. And you just look across the table and you're like, what what the hell? Yes, I can. They're sitting right right there. there. Uh, They're right there, Derek. They're right there, Derek. Like, stop it, Derek. They're right in front of me. Derek. I just got. I, I just updated my prescription. I can see your cards. Derek um, Tsunami, Mako's De- father. Derek Tsunami, Mako's Aww. Mako's. Uh, I'm gonna say Mako's kid brother. Mm. Uh, I like it. So um, Yami Yami Yugi, because uh, he does transform into a big man again. Um, he summons a couple of imps, and this is by far the like the most we have seen, the most prominent feature of Feral Imp. In this in this show, oh, it was so glorious. Far. Uh, he did get tentacled. Right. So, uh, Marvel, do you want to for 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 this? Do you want to do you want to summarize what happens with Feral Imp? I would love to. I would love nothing more than to talk about my beautiful son, Feral Imp. So Feral Imp gets summoned onto the field, and uh, you know, uh, Mako Mako Mako, Mako, I think. Mako Tsunami is like. 
no match for me. But then Yugi's like, well, what if I do this? And then he slaps a unicorn horn using his magic cards. He puts a unicorn horn. He staples it to <laughs> Feral Imp's regular horn. Um, So it's approximately 10 feet longer. And that gives him uh the advantage in this case. Except... except- that except that Mako Tsunami has uh, a lot of cards with a lot of tentacles, and that adds up to Feral Imp getting tentacled so, and unceremoniously so, yeah, murdered. What, what happens is that um, uh, is that Feral Imp has an electrical attack. So you you, you, right, you is right. like yo electrical attack against emotion monsters. It's gonna be lit, yo. Um, and Mako's like, nah, uh, and uh, summons the jellyfish, which again apparently absorbs all electrical attacks. Which is wild. Which is absolutely <laughs> which is actually, wild. Which is absolutely wild. And also, not how the card works. And I'm also pretty sure not how the card has maybe ever worked. But okay. Uh,. And, well, here's the thing that I didn't realize is that, um, you know, these type advantages are kind of being presented to us in some more and more abstract yeah. ways. I didn't realize that unicorn horns were weak to tentacles. Right, yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess I guess it's implying that Feral Imp is inherently an electrical monster, which, as far as I'm aware, has never been true. <laughs> yeah, Feral Imp, is, is his attribute is not thunder, it's dark. So I huh. don't know. I thought his attribute was feral. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the unicorn horn gave him lightning powers. Um, because it's magic lightning attack. Wh- which he also says as magic lightning. Pause. Attack. attack. Yeah. Which is very weird. Um, he forgot the name of the yeah, card. But uh, I don't. Again, there's 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 nothing on the horn of the unicorn card that I can find that implies that anything about it is remotely electrical. Hmm. And and also, I think at some point, uh, Mako directly says that the imp is an electrical monster. I don't know. It's just weird. Whatever. Uh, we can excuse that. I but right. Uh, well, I don't know if I can because it does result in the death of Feral. You're right. Imp it, for like the second does, time. Feral Imp has so far been two for O, has never destroyed a monster. Yuki is not using him mm-hmm. correctly. He'll have his well, day. Well, because so far the theme of each duel has been um, the hero throws a, like a couple of like weaker monsters out at the start to like figure out what the gimmick of the duel is. Before yeah. actually using their more powerful cards, which is just which also, is just insulting to Feralim. Also, when his first I don't remember what it was called when his first imp gets destroyed before Feralim. That's Feral the imp, horn imp. The horn imp. So when that horn imp gets destroyed, uh, the camera zooms in on Yugi's face and he goes, "My <coughs> imp, yeah. my my imp, my imp." Uh, it's, it's very it's good. Very good. Um. So, uh, Yugi then summons a wolf named Silverfang, uh, and activates the full moon card. Yeah, he summons the summons moon. Summons the moon, which I want to point out, full moon, that's a real card. Uh, okay, the, the actual version of the card is called Mystical Moon, but whatever, it's, it's a real card. Um, and, uh, but the way it's used in this duel is really strange but okay (laughs) please i would love to know what the moon card actually so here's what the moon card 
actually in in the anime it doubles silver fang's attack um in reality it just gives any beast warrior type monster 300 attack and defense here's the thing it also no, that's not it the also only thing it does it is also it? controls the tides right so here's 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 the the most whack thing of the episode is everything to do with this moon okay yeah so let me break down the events of what happens uh please do he yugi activates the full moon card which is again a spell card i want to make it clear it is a spell card and a swell right. card. So here's two things about it. It's an equip card, so you equip it to Silverfang. When Silverfang was destroyed, it should have destroyed the full moon card also. But okay, whatever. Then some stuff happens. Uh, oh, wait. Yes, it is very important to note. The full moon uh, draws in the tides, which combined with uh, Mako's monster uh, uh, Karushin... Uh, uh, when attacking Silverfang, a tidal wave happens that reduces all of the land into water except for one little patch. Again, what? Okay. That's how card games so, work. So, uh, Yan- uh, Yugi summons the giant soldier of stone, and then Mako summons Great White Terror, which is, by the way, our first, as far as I'm aware, actual anime-only card. And it's, it's a shark. Jaws. It's just a shark. It's just it's a shark. It's just a shark. In, it doesn't look different. It's, it so, doesn't act. It's so, just a shark. you know, because again, technically the full moon card is also anime only, but it's actually, you know, it's actually represent, like, even though it's not called full moon, it is represented by an actual card in the game. Um, Great White Terror is not. The closest that we get is a card called Great White, which is different, which is still a shark, but this time... The shark has arms. Oh my god, I That's remember amazing. that card. Excuse yes. me? The shark has human arms, and I'm going to go ahead and just show show what this card looks like really quick. Okay, so, oh my god. He's got arms to He's hug you with. He's got arms to hug you with, and uh, teeth to, to... He's also got, may I say, kind of a human jaw. Yeah. I yeah, have this don't card. don't love that. It's, it's not the best design to look at with your eyes, but okay. No. So I think that the part that they didn't show us and they just wanted us to infer from context is when uh, Mako jumped into the ocean, grabbed a shark, and then put it on the field and then said, I'm summoning <laughs> the Great White Terror. And then subsequently, the machine didn't know what to do and just ended up summoning a real shark <laughs> right. into the game. Yeah, it's just, it's just a shark. Okay, so Yugi goes to attack with the giant soldier of stone, which would absolutely have no chance against any of the three big monsters that Mako has summoned. Except right. he attacks the moon. And destroys it. He destroys it. the moon, which again, full moon, that's a spell card. It's not a monster card. This is not and you this is not a thing that could ever happen ever in the game. It is so much not a thing that could ever happen in the game that it that this moment got turned itself into a card called attack the moon. What? Yeah. Really? That's amazing. Okay. 
So here's my perspective is that there have been so many things I've seen in this anime where I'm like, that can't mm-hmm. be real. And then it turned out that it was real. That now, like, I'm watching this stoned soldier destroy the moon and then, like, all of Mako's cards are washed up on the ocean and they just lose all their life points automatically or some garbage right. like that. I'm just like, yeah, that's probably true. I'm sure that could happen. I'm sure if I was at an anime convention fighting Derek Tsunami, uh, that this is just a, a rational progression of events. I'm sure. I'm sure because now I'll, I'll I'll just I'll just accept anything they put on my plate. It's fine. It's fine. He needs to destroy the moon. He destroys the so, moon. So yeah, he destroys the moon, which is his own card that he played. Which again. Should have been destroyed when Silverfang was destroyed, but now I'm just getting all bundled up for no reason. But, yeah, then he summons Curse of Dragon and activates Burning Land, which I don't know what the Burning Land card does. Uh, it, it doesn't really specify. But he does attack all monsters that make a controls all at once, instantly destroying them and winning the duel. It's this duel, this duel was very- <laughs> You sound so it was, tired. It, here's the thing. It was, it's a, it was very fun to watch. I enjoyed the episode thoroughly. But the entire time, I was just like, what? Yep. What indeed. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the duel. What did we all think about this episode? I love Mako so I love much. Mako. He's I great. Think, yeah, he's he's the best minor character that we've seen can, so can far. Can we all, really quick, just one by one, each do an impression of Mako's very distinctive laugh that he does all the time? Sure. Ha ha ha! Yeah, it's ha 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 ha! No, 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 no. It's ha 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 ha! It's not even that. He just says the word ha. Like he's reading it like from he's a reading, script. He, like, some, like, like somebody wrote the word ha 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 on the script and he said ha ha ha! It is quite literally the voice people use when they're making fun of bad it's dubs. It's absolutely that. <laughs> Yugi, I would like to challenge you to a ha, duel. Ha ha ha! I want to challenge. <laughs> Challenge you to a duel, Yugi. You have stolen my fish. <laughs> um, yeah, he God has damn. like no like aff- affectation in his voice. It's just, it's Mm-mm. just he yells. He just yells even when he's and it's even glorious. when he even when it he's having so his well. tragic backstory moment. He's still yelling it. My father was lost in the ocean. Derek Tsunami, I am still looking for you. So here's what I like to imagine now. Is that is that is that okay, Derek Tsunami, that is the name of his dad. Ray was right at the start. But it's mm-hmm. also yeah. simultaneously the name of Mako's kid brother. Derek, Derek Jr. Because Derek named his son Derek and then also named his other son Mako. Because he was planning on dying tragically in someone's backstory. Yeah, and um, like he was he wasn't just gonna sort of, let yeah. his name go away. You know. Right. He needed somebody to continue the legacy of Derek. Right. Exactly. The legacy of Derek. What a sense. Legacy of the Legacy of the Derek, the new Yu-Gi-Oh! game coming to Switch and PC, I think. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yep. So what exactly is Mako's backstory? Um, what is his motivation? Is, Why does he want to win? This is another thing where in the last episode, you know, Joey directly asked Mai what her motivations are. In this one, Mako just says it. <laughs> Mako just tells him. He's been keeping it. He's been keeping it on his mind for such a long time. He needed to. He needed to mm-hmm, get it out mm-hmm. to somebody. The first time he had like a real conversation with someone, he's just like, "My father's been lost for a very long time. I want to buy a boat and sail the seven seas until I now, find him." To be fair. 
he start Mako starts off with I want to get a boat and then later on he's he, there's an offhand comment and then Yugi's like oh oh they're talking about how terrible the sea can be and how you can lose people and then Yugi's like it was your father and then yeah. he's just like I need to get a boat to find my father yeah like here's the thing Yugi just saying you mean your father is a very like wild c- jump to conclusions for him to make, and it tur- he just he's just that good at and deduction. He turned out to be right, and Mako just went with it. Well, here's the thing: the power we learned another power of the Millennium Puzzle. It's putting the p- puzzle pieces of characters' backstories together. Isn't that basically a like a, an actual like gameplay mechanic in Ace Attorney? I've never played Ace Attorney. I'm a gamer. I don't remember that in the first one. But I think it it's. A, I th- I've only played I think the, it's first in the later one. ones. Hmm. Hey, hey, okay. Ace Attorney remastered or whatever is on Switch now. It's. I don't have it, but I wish I did. I bet Judgeman plays Ace Attorney. Anyway, <laughs> I just like the first one a lot. I've heard the other ones are also good. Um, yeah. I was lukewarm to this episode. Oh, our Pun first in- our first lukewarm. Pun intended. Uh, is I, a, is, unlike the ocean, cold which is and vast cold and, and unknown and harsh. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I don't know. It just wasn't as interesting as the past few episodes. I still like Mako and his tragic backstory. But like you said, with the duel was a little ridiculous. It was kind of like... I ex- everything that happened in the duel I expected to happen, there was nothing super out of left field. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as the moon appeared, I'm like, oh, he's gonna destroy the moon and, and the ocean's gonna disappear. Now, and okay, I'm sorry. Ha- that is some awesome that- foresight because I, I did not did expect not- that at all. Here's the thing. I-, I did not expect him. I forgot that the, like, because here's the thing. When Silverfang was destroyed, my gamer brain was like, oh, the, uh, full, the full moon was also destroyed. Oh, I was, I don't know all the rules, and I was just operating under anime rules, and I'm like, yeah, the moon's there, he's gonna blow it up. I, yeah, I can't, I, I and honestly, so, I honestly, Ray, now I, Ray think that- I honestly can't believe that that is a, is, like, is an actual, like, that is as big of a jump to conclusions in my mind as Yugi oh, ran- so- randomly mentioning Mako's father. I, I mean, I've seen it happen in other shows in anime, I guess. Is, so, hold on, it's destroying the moon a big thing in anime? I don't know, but, like, the moon affecting the- th- It's in Sonic Adventure I mean, 2. It is in That's Sonic true. Adventure 2. No, I mean, the, the best moon anime. Of, and the moon affecting the tides and destroying the- Well, one, destroying the moon would really mess up the tides, regardless. Well, but right. in terms of the game, I'm like, yeah, that's how he's gonna win, because the ocean's- there now if the moon got like shattered or whatever but it was like all the pieces were still in the same general area would it still like would that affect the earth probably a little bit but like i don't know because here's the thing i always wondered that like what are the what are the ecological implications of destroying Um, the moon? there would be no tide control Mm mm-hmm but but that's the thing is that the moon isn't gone; it's just broken. Well, you well, know, would there like, be a gravitational pull from the moon at that point? Is well, the question. Well, yes, because it's still a it's still yes. an object with mass, right? And yeah, because I mean, like if let's say let's say somebody Alderaan's a planet and just blows it up, um, as long as nothing's obstructing it, those pieces will eventually come back together right um, i'd imagine like because of the orbit of if, the planet if, like if somebody broke the moon into little pieces i think uh, like some of it would fall to earth 
but I think you're I think you're right. right that like overall they would probably like come together and reform in some way. Uh, Enough pieces of the moon would reform so that I I don't think what, I think that it would have some effect. I don't think that it would destroy the earth. One of my one of my best friends is an actual rocket scientist. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask okay. her. Please please, I actually want to know the answer. We to might this not now, get an answer. This I don't episode, know anything but... about science. Yeah, it'll be a fun little thing for next time. Um, I think that this episode's just buck wild game. Um this weird match they had was accentuated perfectly by how absolutely bizarre that Mako's backstory was. Um, considering like his dad's solution to save him was to tie him to the mast of the ship. Right, and, right. Excuse and, and me? Not put, like, and not like, I don't know, go below decks. Get a life vest, Something like maybe, that. Yeah. perhaps? There are other better solutions, for sure. He tied his child to the mast of the ship that he knew was probably not going to survive this storm. <laughs> and now he took the lifeboat and is somewhere in the ocean? And Mako wants the prize money so he can search the entire ocean to find his What father? if his father doesn't want to be found and this was it, all a ploy? Here's the thing. I genuinely believe that Mako's dad, Derek, is um, very irresponsible at best and at worst, like, deliberately, like, yeah, like, like Ray was saying, deliberately trying to get out of the picture. Right, like he's he's trying to start over. He already like shred his social security card and everything. Also, who untied Mako? Yeah, because here's the here's the idea that we're being left with is that Mako <laughs> was tied to a mast on a boat yep. in the middle of the ocean. Yep. Uh huh. Stranded. Pour one out, and then blank. There's just a blank space, and then he's alive and well at age like probably like. 17 or something now for all we know he was not on the boat to get to duelist kingdom he just he just washed up on shore found a glove and was just like all right had his father's deck (laughs) i lived i lived i've been on that boat for here's my theory uh is that the boat when mako was a kid the boat crashed onto the island that would become duelist kingdom (laughs) <laughs> and he's been living and, in the woods with and the he's been living- <laughs> <laughs> okay that doesn't work though because yugi mentions him by name as one of the top ranking duelists um he did all his duels from the island uh, yeah okay. you know they have skype right and he right why can't Ursula. he just skype his dad i'm seeing holes in this plan dad well, his dad derek. doesn't his dad derek doesn't have skype he deleted his skype when he was trying to go off the grid can 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 we bring up the fact that like this is essentially the first good person right. that Yugi has dueled? Like, okay, to be fair, Mako does throw a spear at Yugi's feet as like a warning shot, a warning spear, and that that had me a little like, oh, is he secretly evil or something? But no, he's eccentric. just he's just he's eccentric. He's tenacious. Has he, been living on a boat for he, ten years and doesn't understand human social interaction. Right, yeah, he's been. That's, He's that been much stranded is on an island and never learned how to speak properly and learn how to not throw spears at people or you laugh. just met. Right. I remember that was a big hurdle for me uh, when I was like trying to, you know, c- overcome my social anxiety is like, you know, sometimes you're just in a rough spot and you want to <laughs> throw a spear at the person you're talking to. <laughs> I don't remember uh, okay. that phase of social anxiety that I had. Oh, okay. Well, Mako okay. does. Okay. 
Okay. So here's okay. something I really just have to, because, okay, on the Yu-Gi-Oh! wiki for each episode, they have a section that is differences in the adaptations. Yes. Oh, I would love to hear this. This, this bit of trivia is not in that section, but it really should be. Also, uh, the wiki, uh, I said that Mika was 17. He's actually 19, point of fact. Wow. Uh, his blood type is B. For uh, boy. And- and he hates shiitake mut. For buoyant. He, he uh, hates shiitake mushrooms. How dare he? But, but, here's the thing. Under relatives on his page, it says unnamed father. Derek. 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 And then in parentheses, it says deceased in the Japanese version only. Ah. So. So his father died at his sea. His father, in the, in the, in the, the original, original, his father died at sea. And in the dub, Mako claims that the boat's lifeboat was missing and he still had hope that his father survived so i'm genuinely so curious what his motivations are in the original yeah maybe so maybe it's just like maybe it's not necessarily to explain a motivation in the original maybe it's just a tragic backstory for tragic backstory's sake i don't know so in in the dub in the original his motivations are now he has to take his father's place and battle against the sea himself. Someday he'll become the country's greatest fisherman, one who won't lose to any seas, no matter how rough. Oh. Battle against the sea. Well, just blow up the moon. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, okay. All right, that's all wrapped up. (laughs) He still wants the money for the same reason. He still wants a boat. For the boat. Interesting. But, But his reasons totally different mm-hmm. right still i think that even in the original it's like he does he's not very antagonistic right. you a- absolutely know? absolutely and he's also the first person to be like i am ready for an honorable right fight. and like he did not cheat no he didn't cheat and in fact the first person to not after cheat. his dramatic backstory like um yuki's like like i'm 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 sorry to hear that, but I still can't let you win. And he and Mako like smiles and he's like, Yes, somebody who's like who wants to who wants to have like a real duel. Mm-hmm. Like right. I like Mako a lot. He's great. I'm glad he still has a star chip. I know that he's not going to advance uh, much so further big, big, or maybe even show big spoiler, up. Spoiler Mako No. Wins. <gasps> Mako wins the whole thing. He wins the ocean. Oh, cool. Yeah. Honestly, I'm okay with boat. it. In season, t- in season two, Mako becomes the main character. I do want to um, make a, a statement about how we said that he's the first one that didn't cheat. Did Kaiba cheat? Well, yeah. I mean, the first one in well, the competition. Oh, okay. Yes. He did cheat by assaulting Yugi's he did, grandpa. He did That's cheat by fair. assaulting Yugi's grandpa. And I think in like, well, here's the thing. I can't say particularly that he cheated in the way that he played even though i feel like he did because Mm -hmm. in every single duel there's some whack stuff going on right so but he did summon three which is legal in one turn uh i think he summoned them like all at once which is he summoned them one at a time no well i think he summoned the last two at the same time did oh maybe um i I don't don't know he didn't because swords of revealing light anyway no because the swords of revealing light was activated after he summoned them both at once and then he summoned the third one. Did he? Yeah. I'm oh. pretty sure. Time to go back and no, watch and it. it this is not t- the Kaiba show. It's time to start Deck of Friendship over so that we can remember what happened in episode one. Hi, my name is Ray. My right, pronouns exactly. are he, him. Hi, my pronouns 
and it's time to duel. Mar marble duel. Hi, duel marbles. Duel marbles. Why didn't we code the show that? Because then it would be a Bakugan podcast. I don't know anything about Bakugan. I'm excited to get into it. It's duel marbles. It's duel marbles. That's not a joke. Okay, good. Um, so, so. So this episode just ends with with chip progress for Yugi. Yeah, it's basically just like a like a you know just a pit stop on Yugi's road to success. And now Mako has a chip on his shoulder. Well, no, he well he had three chips on his shoulder, but now he only has one. Ha Ooh. ha! Can we can we briefly touch on the uh the food situation in Duelist Kingdom? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about. So, wait, 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 wait! Pretty severely wild, yeah. I think. Before we do that, can we do card corner? Y- yeah, sure. sure I think this would yeah, be a good. Let's do that. Good cutting point. Let's see. What card should we? Can we talk about either the shark or the moon? Let's talk about the moon. It's vi- it's very infamous. Let's talk about the moon because I've got some feelings on the moon. I mean, yeah. Let's talk about. The moon. Are we doing attack the moon or? <laughs> So I think we should be talking about Full Moon, Mystical Moon, and Attack the Moon. And fu- and Full Moon and Mystical Moon are the same card, so it's, it's fine. Okay. Um, okay. So you've mentioned this already. Um, full Moon is a magic card that you equip to a beast-type monster, and it gains 300 attack and defense. And this is our first spell card that we've done. This and is our first spell card that we've done for the card corner. But it's which... interesting, because it's like it does 10 different things. Yeah. It, and apparently raises the tides. Excuse me. It raises me? the tides. I think it's 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 just so wild that like this card would do such a different thing just because of the presence of water. Not to mention that he gets completely screwed over by his own card. Yeah, he gets completely screwed over by his own card. Like, and that's hubris, baby. <laughs> right? Is it is it hubris or is it just like unfair and stupid? <laughs> Unfair and stupid. You know what it reminds me of is when I was a child playing card games with my older brother and like neither of us wanted to do the math or figure out how anything Mm -hmm. worked. We would just make stuff up and just (laughs) roll with it. And, you know, none of it was like remotely accurate, but it's like I summon infinity blue eyes white dragon (laughs) who has a gun and can't die. And I'm like, well, I summon my army of feral imps, uh, 900 feral imps on the same turn and they also can't die or just some stupid garbage (laughs) like that that's that's the same energy that this fight had is when just like two people get together and just make stuff up yeah yeah it absolutely like like and okay (laughs) i want to talk about the fact that again the rock golem attacking the moon is such a wild unbelievable thing that they had to make a different card, mm-hmm. which which uh, which image uh, shows uh, the giant soldier of stone uh, attacking the moon with a sword. Exactly what happens in the episode. <laughs> now it's I'm looking God. at one, and it's not exactly the giant soldier of stone, but it is a rock monster. Um, we might be looking at different cards, though. No, I I'm I'm looking at it, and it, to me, it looks very much like the giant soldier of stone. He looks too thin. Now I'm now I'm looking at at. at on my end and i just see that i really need to clean my desktop (laughs) oh oh, i'm looking oh i'm looking okay so for some reason the moon is shaped like a heart and diz is shooting a laser at it oh okay all right and 
Sora and Riku are standing in the background and they're like, no, don't do it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, uh, So in the version of the card that I'm looking at, it's Eggman. (laughs) 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 And he's just shooting a giant laser at the moon. I see that one, too. Uh, But it's so weird. Because it's Jim Carrey's Eggman. Wow. Oh my god, Yu-Gi-Oh! saw the future. Yeah. And the flavor text says something about piss? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to bleep that one out. It just, it just says, it just, is, is piss a swear? Ah, no. No, No, it's just very uncouth. We can be uncouth on this podcast. Hey. Yeah, welcome to the uncouth is Hey, it's me, Ray Uncouth Giroso, and my pronouns are he, him. Hey, it's me, Marble Uncouth Cantus, and my pronouns are she, her. And it's Mars Troublemaker Gabayo. And my pronouns are Feral Imp. And my pronouns are... Oh, those are my pronouns. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Attack the Moon is a spell card, and (laughs) the description is exactly what Yugi does. Once per turn, when the battle position of a rock-type monster you control is changed, which he changed it from defense to attack, you can target one spell or trap card your opponent controls and dis- and destroy now, that target. Now, it's it's not it's not exactly what he does because he attacks his own spell card, but right. it's, it's basically the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, it's I think it's so hilarious that they took this moment from the anime and were like, I guess we got to make it a card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we got to make it a card. We did some wax stuff, and we got to make it a card. It's like it's like when a meme about content like just makes it into the universe in some way or another right. canonically, yeah, yeah. just just because it's like a fun little mm-hmm. nod. It's attack the moon exclamation point. By the way, it it I love you're that. right. You're right. It is attack the moon. Attack the moon. Rock golem. Attack the moon. Uh, I. What's our <sighs> question about the moon? What's how would our... you dis- how would you attack the moon? How would I attack the moon? Um so I would um what I would do is I would go on twitter.com. <laughs> oh my god. And I would subtweet the moon. Oh, that's rude. I would say such I would say such awful things about the moon, but I wouldn't I wouldn't at them. Uh so like all my all my followers would know. But mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's how I would attack the moon. I wouldn't attack the moon because she is the source of my sapphic energy. It's true. Valid. The, the moon is canonically the gayest um, celestial body. Can I side with the moon instead? I do. Why? Am, <laughs> I absolutely. Why do. am I the only one attacking the moon? Uh, because I presented the question to you, and there was there was no indication that you could change your fate. <sighs> I can always change my fate if I believe in the power of friendship, which I apparently don't because I didn't. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm looking at this card again, and I just happened to glance over the the sweeping motion that the the rock monster is doing with the sword is making a crescent. You 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 didn't you didn't notice that? No, because like it's all white and like. I I I've been staring at too many monsters, uh, too many I, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I, th- I think legitimately the image for this card is legitimately very very cool. Oh, it is. It's very anime. It's I'm not even looking at it let, right now, but I believe. Let, let me let me show it to you. Yeah, uh, thank you. Bless. Oh wow, it's powerful. It is. It is. The it coloring. Is. I'm glad that we're talking. Like about that it. dark purple. This is bad podcasting, but that dark purple is really good. It is. It, now it does look like 
Megatron. A little bit. It does look a little it's, bit like Megatron. Megatron is destroying the which movie. Is, yeah. Which is, you know, something that Megatron would do. It's in character. Here's the thing. Yes. Megatron is now Sailor Moon confirmed. Okay, so Megatron... I guess we could just say whatever we want now. Megatron is canonical <laughs> in Sailor Moon, and Ursula... Words and mean Ursula things, Ray. is canonical in Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm just surprised we haven't talked about Sailor Moon yet with such a moon-heavy episode. I've never seen Sailor Moon. Oh, I, oh. I've well, seen a little bit of Sailor Moon, and I thoroughly enjoyed what I've seen, but I haven't dug down and watched watch the actual anime. My, is it about friendship? Kind um, of. Kind of. Uh, there are canonical lesbians in it, if you ignore the English dub. Absolutely. Um, my family loves Sailor Moon to bits, and this is a conversation for another day, but maybe we'll cover it one time. Hey, this is unrelated, and... Um, it, it's just that one of the recommended articles on this wiki, one of the recommended articles uh-huh. is Avengers Endgame, The Science of Thanos Snap. Oh. Ooh. So I'm just going to go ahead and click on that really quick. Is it time for our, th- our, our, our Thanos and Snap Corner? Downloading and, 400 viruses. And the... Uh, the main picture that the article is highlighting is a picture of Howard the Duck for some reason. Good. Mm-hmm. So, so that was our little that was our little preview. I'm not actually reading it. <laughs> You'll never believe how much money someone just made off your internet cookies or whatever. Um. Well, I, I was I was enticed. That's fair. I just got a text and I'm gonna read it out all, uh, out loud. Go, okay. Go for it. This yeah. is that's what this podcast is. This for. podcast is so that I can read the spam texts that I get. Hi, Karen. This is Michelle. Wanted to welcome you to the Secrets of Meditation session you signed up for. Your seat is reserved. No need to bring anything with you, and no special dress code required. Uh, look forward Karen, to- it's a pyramid scheme. Don't Here's do it. Look forward just- to having you out there. Have you meditated before, or are you just starting out? You you have to cut that because that's an advertisement. I'm not giving away free advertisements on Deck of Friendship. Here's- yeah, you're right. Mars is. Oh. Here's- uh, I'm absolutely cutting that out. Because it's not funny. But I just think it's ridiculous that, like, they will just throw out a random name. Yeah. uh, Like, hoping that they land on the right one when doing these spam texts. Like, hi, Karen. Is is there an algorithm that chooses the most common names and just hopes? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's absolutely that. Where, like, like, um... Then I'm (laughs) never getting chosen. Well, neither... no, No random algorithm is accidentally going to land on Mars as a name. Or Mars. Or the planet Mars. Hey, um, would it make uh, this is all getting cut up? Would it make you two feel better if I started sending you fake spam texts that include your name? I would feel included. I would feel included, but I would also not like it. Yeah, I would also block you. Would, is the it's thing? True. Well, I'm already ordering another phone number to do this. So, like, <laughs> that's how you get a phone, right? You get a yeah. You get a yeah. second number. We need. I need to take us back. Let's. Talk about so, the food so issues. Let's, let's let's talk about the food issue. Because, okay, the whole crux of this episode and why the duel happens in the first place is because Joey gets they very all hungry. Do, really. They, they all they do. And they realize that so, there's no food in Duelist Kingdom. There's no f- Yugi says, uh, I haven't seen a, a burger sh- like burger shop or a hot dog stand anywhere since we got here, which I think is adorable that that's his like go to foods. That's his go to foods. I think that's that's totally adorable. <laughs> but but it's true. 
are uh, these duelists, these children mostly, are I guess expected to just fend for themselves yeah, on this island? Yeah, I was going to say like Tristan brought like a field guide for like eating berries and rocks and stuff and like yeah. that's like good thing he planned ahead and they all make fun of him for it but they're not going to be laughing in like a week when they've been like living the high life eating berries while everyone else like accidentally ate poisonous mushrooms or something right mm. i'm on team tristan for this i thought oh, that was absolutely. a pretty smart move yeah and here's the thing what's everybody else gonna do or maybe that's part of the challenge maybe they're all gonna maybe, duel each other maybe for pegasus food. is like i don't want any Sorry, that's not my Pegasus voice. I don't want anyone who failed to plan ahead to make it to the finals. If you starve, you starve. <laughs> Here's my other theory, is that there are stands on the island, but they're all wine stands. <laughs> Here's my I'm gonna go theory to Duelist Kingdom it. then, bye. <laughs> is that uh, on the island, there are random food vendors who are just walking around, not part of it. But in order to get food, you have to find one of these vendors and duel them and win. Mm. I love that. Oh my god, uh, just a food-based deck. Which You have to trade star chips for food. Oh, oh, that's devious, Pegasus. It is, isn't it? Yes! Uh, I can't be tamed! <laughs> no one ever wants to tame you, Pegasus. That's good, because as I as I specified, I can't be. Which is, a, which is weird, because you... <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to not make my joke. Is it about horses? It's symbolic of freedom, Mars. It's not a horse thing. <laughs> it's definitely not a horse thing. Hey, this, uh, so, um, this is going to be, can I, I'm going to have a recurring segment on this show. Are you okay. ready for it? Uh, the recurring seg- uh, segment on this show is how old are the characters in the show? I need a better name. But, like, how old are they? How old do you think they are? We, we just established that, that Mako is 19. So, I'm gonna go back an episode. How old do you think my Valentine is? Uh, 25? I, because she has no friends and wants I was also them. gonna say, like, early mid-20s. Wow, you absolutely got it. She is 24 years old. Believable. Nice. That, I, I, honestly, I can't rem- I can't believe that you got that. <laughs> I mean, she just carries herself in that. You know what? She does. She absolutely does. Um, uh, I I think. Well, she sure does bully children she, a lot for a she twenty-four dur- year old. She sure does bully uh, actual children. Well, she doesn't have friends. So, like, what else is she? Got? She never knew anything else. I'll be her friend. I'll also be her friend. Skype call me my if you're listening. My, I'll buy things with you. Uh, I'll buy things for you. <laughs> also. Uh, can I just say, the wiki calls uh, Big Yug, uh, the wiki calls him Dark Yugi. Doogie for <laughs> Doogie for short! <laughs> Doogie! Yes. Oh, yes. 100%. Oh, forget Yami. Doogie in the house now. <laughs> Doogie. Doogie Hauser. Uh, it's time so to how Doogie. Old Doogie. How old is Doogie? Trick question. He's, he's a millennium a, he's, person. He's been around for thousands yes, of years. Yes, good answer. Um, age, age, age. Um, don't spoil it. Well, you spoil it. You spoil asked, it. Uh, three thousand plus, cool. or five thousand plus in the four kids dub. How old is Pegasus? Well, now we're just no. Getting into, this is this, this is, is supposed to be a recurring segment, right? We have to when when uh, we meet Pegasus and and when talk we meet with Pegasus him. again, we will I I will quiz you on his age. Right. The answer might surprise you. Thirteen. <laughs> He's nine. I'm thirteen. I'm tall for my age. Um. 
Okay. Uh, do do we do we got do we got anything else? Um, not really. No, the the moon. The moon. Remember, remember when? Remember when Mako jumped? He fell in the ocean and then he climbed back out and then there was a little octopus on his head. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. It was, and that octopus was cute. Did I say octopus? It was. You cute. did. Octopus. <laughs> now that's just a fun color. It's just puce eight times. It's just puce eight times. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think. I think our hand has been played. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, it would it would really mean a lot to us. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck or at our email at deckoffriendshippod at gmail.com. Our turn is over. Your move. Poggers. Attack the moon. Attack the moon. Attack the moon. Attack the moon. 